and this is The Courier Talking Football. I'm not Eric Nicholson. I'm Sean Hamilton. Eric's on his uh, holidays, so I'm standing in this week in the hot seat, if you like. Um, not quite as much to talk about this week as we mm. as we normally mm. have. We, we've done these games falling victim to the weather uh, well, over the weekend. Fun, yeah. I was actually surprised that you know, there weren't more games off, to be honest with you, because it was, it was pretty wild, yeah. isn't it? Horrible. <clears throat> I know, I'd, uh, just that. Uh, was that? Uh, oh, George Cran, actually. I should probably introduce Oh, yeah, well, yeah. So, normal podcast shows are you're not allowed to speak <laughs> until you're introduced. I'd, uh, I've been thinking before the game that uh, had there been a home game, a Dundee home game where I hadn't absolutely bucketed down, and I couldn't think of one. Yeah. And then I looked at it on Friday, it was a beautiful day, and I thought, oh, this will do it. It's yeah. nice. And totally. then I looked at the forecast mm-hmm. and thought, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Aye. Well, there we go. That's George Cran. He's our uh, <laughs> Mr. Dundee, yeah. if you like. So, Lots to talk about this. Uh, yeah, he's, he'll keep us going on that front. And obviously, Jim Spence is here as well. As normal, I think we'll kick off with Dundee United uh-huh. under the circumstances. <laughs> yeah. um, that was, uh, it was a quite a, a, a nice wee column from you, Jim, uh, on Friday there, questioning whether, whether United might <coughs> have the stuff mm-hmm. to be uh, invincibles the this season. The call it these Yeah, days, absolutely. Right? <coughs> um, I mean... Obviously, the, the Wraith game was a big one. Their second, United were first. It, it, we've kind of been building up to it a lot. What did we learn from that, if anything? I mean, the, <coughs> one each, you know, it's, it's not a bad result. Well, I'll tell you what I think I learned. Um, I mean, I sat last I mean, I didn't get to the game, but I sat last night and I watched nine minutes, 49 uh-huh. seconds worth on Wraith TV without commentary. It's, it's, yeah. it's great when you listen to the commentary, you know. Um, actually, very good coverage. Uh, really mm-hmm. quality yeah, camera. They are very, you yeah. know, excellent. Um, but I think what what I discovered is that these are the two that are going to battle out for the championship. I mean, I was, I was, you know, I was actually going to write that column a couple of weeks ago. But United, uh-huh. are they the Invincibles? It's been on my mind with the start they've made. Um, I thought, no, I'll leave it. I'll pause it just before the eighth game. It was, uh-huh. it was either after the eighth game or before. I thought, no, let's pause it beforehand and see see what it's like. You know. Um, I thought Wraith, I hadn't seen them, you know, mm-hmm. this season. So I've seen a bit of them now. And I think they've got pace, they've got character, they've got dig, they want to have a shot on goal. Um, they've got lots about them. Mm-hmm. And United have got all these things as well. So what I take from it is that these are the two, I think, that are going to battle it out. I mm-hmm. thought there were others. Uh, and I have to say, I thought of the air, Queen's Park with a hefty financial backing at Wally Holmes. Yeah, put in yeah me too. <coughs> and Dunfermline, you know, I, I thought the pars as well. Now, the problem is you're always taking a kind of a slight gamble with this sort of stuff because, you, know, you know, James McBake has obviously kind of rebuilt his squad, didn't he? There's more going. Every, everyone's rebuilding the squad in the summer. So, and that was why I've, I've said constantly on this give it seven, eight weeks, mm-hmm. something like that, you know, six, seven weeks, to, six, seven games yeah. to see how things shape up. Well, now I think next, uh, not next, well, not not next next week because it's the international yeah, the break. But yeah. the week after that, <clears throat> um, we are at a position where the first quarter of the season's gone. Everybody has met each other, and they'll have an idea of the strength, the character, and mm-hmm. everything else, the weaknesses in, in, in each other. And I thought United and Wraith probably felt each other out quite severely mm. on Saturday to get an idea of what what was what, you know. Um, they they scored a really good goal. Obviously, <laughs> the United defence were posted missing. That way, I mean, just that posted was missing. I think I mean, for that, that. me, watching it, it's just like, I mean, you, you know, I mean, you, we, we, the, one, the one thing that you can't be overly critical of Dundee United no, of this season no. is their defence because they've, they've been brilliant. They've, they've, they've been only conceded four goals in the league yeah. all season, but that one was a howler, wasn't it? It, it? it was it was pretty grim to be honest with you, but I mean, you know, as you say, they've conceded four this season in the league, mm. scored seventeen, so they're scoring four. Uh, slightly over more than four for everyone they, mm-hmm. they, uh, they, they concede so you, you cannot complain uh, at that and it's a, you know the, the, remember the one a couple of weeks back where there was a mix up you know mm-hmm. and um, all the rest of it there's a couple of these things that happen all the time and I, 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 can, I saw I saw an argument developing over the weekend on Twitter or X as we should call it now about you know um, I think it was, Rob, was it Robbie Nielsen talking about mistakes cost us and somebody was pointing well look 
no mistake. You can call it a mistake, but it's actually a good play from the other side. Yeah. And the reason, although <clears throat> United defense, you know, the central defense was caught kind of split. Mm. It was a great ball in. It was a terrific ball in, mm-hmm. and, and a lovely run from Vaughan to finish it off. Like you know, and similarly, you know, the um, United's goal with Mo. I mean, he's just he's an out and out goal scorer. You know, mm-hmm. but you were asking me, you know, to, to kind of cut to that chase, as an old colleague of mine used to say. Um, I thought I thought what it showed to me is these are the two that are going to battle out. Mm-hmm. Partick might be there or there about. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, the next couple. Leagues because Wraith, Wraith have got Arbroath it's uh, is, is Gayfield I think mm-hmm. and United are travelling down to Fernhill mm-hmm. to meet Thistle um, not that you know <laughs> these are not too much as it will settle things but no. they'll give a, a clearer picture again and depending how things go elsewhere others may fall further back at the picture so mm-hmm. you know the, these are the two I think that look as though they've got yeah. the two horse race kind of candidates stamped all over it you know mm-hmm. but I think the the question's fair. Five wins, uh, three draws, no defeats after eight games for United in the league. It's no bad, Can they be it? the invincibles? I mean, I mean, listen, I wasn't saying they could. I'm posing mm-hmm. the question. I think there's a chance. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very tall order. The great, some of the greatest sides in the world haven't managed to do it. You know, I mean, as I said, mm-hmm. against Celtic have done it. I think Real Madrid have done it way back in the you know, 90 note cake. Rangers have actually done it, as you pointed out to me at the, at the weekend, you know. But I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't, it wasn't an exhaustive list in the column. I was just saying, here are some of the clubs. Arsenal, of course, the last yeah. great kind of um, side to do it. So some great sides have done it. Um, but it doesn't matter what level you play at. It's a very, very really hard tough thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that, you know, the, but the game proved to me, I think, that these are the two mm-hmm. that are going to battle out for the championship title. Yeah. George, I mean, I, I don't know how much of it you watched, if, if, if anything. I watched the same nine yeah, the minutes, same 49 seconds. Yeah. Like well, that's yeah. One, of, one of the things, actually, because I watched them as well, that, that stuck out to me was, it's you know, it's Wraith TV, so you would expect, you know, the, the focus <clears> to mm-hmm. be on Wraith and their yeah, good yeah. play and all that. But actually what you take away from that is United played a hell of a lot yeah. of good stuff actually um, and you know it, it, it ends up 1-1 but I mean but for but for a good mm-hmm. few missed chances United could have won that one mm-hmm. I think they could have done I think, I think Wraith had chances as well so yeah. it's kind of it seemed like a, a fair result I guess and I, I totally agree with, with Jim that those two do look like the, mm-hmm. the best two teams I think um, and it kind of showed in the goals I think mm-hmm. because as you say both teams had chances but times yeah. when the fence was just slightly off mm-hmm. that's when the goals came it shows yeah. how difficult it is to score against both the teams it was mm-hmm. the first uh, away goal United could see this season actually in the, in the league there you which go. tells you a lot stat there we go fantastic <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it just the goal they could see it looked like a bit of miscommunication I think yeah, Gallagher was yeah. expecting Grimshaw <laughs> to come yeah, on and he, he had a man and yeah. yeah it was just yeah that um, happens. I mean, the piece, the, piece the ball's got in it. The delivery, yeah. the deliveries are very difficult. Uh-huh. You know, you've got no time to react. But, but then that, um, that so shows you, how difficult I think it is to score against this yeah, United team because absolutely. you're kind of relying on one mm, slight wee mm, piece mm, of yeah. miscommunication to get mm. past them. And the same at the other end for the United goal. Mm. It was kind of a flick off a defender, I think, from the corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, <laughs> Molt most the difference. Well, Molt is. I mean, like, like, I mean, let's talk about him oh. for a bit because I mean, uh, uh, Jim Goodwin said. You know, he started on the bench. Mm-hmm. Jim Goodwin mm-hmm. said after the fact that he, he'd hoped that he wouldn't have to yeah. to bring him on. Um, but, you know, you're an hour into the game. United have done everything mm-hmm. but score at this point. Mm-hmm. They're creating chances. They're playing decent football. But then he's the difference. They're it? not putting the ball in the yeah. net. He comes on. <coughs> he's not even on the part 10 minutes. And you've got your goal. I mean, it's it's incredibly... It's impossible at this point now if he's fit to leave him out of that yeah. team, I yeah. think. Because we, we have had discussions about, <coughs> you know, where, where does Tony Watt fit in? Does he deserve a shot mm-hmm. in that number nine role? And obviously he kept it at the weekend there. But, I mean, what you get from Malt is inarguably fantastic, isn't it? And I just yeah. think he, he he's, he's, he's undroppable at this point. He is that number nine. I think Tony Watt's just going to have to accept that. I think he's shown he's the... He's probably the best striker in that division. I'm trying yeah. to think of anybody else is anywhere yeah. kind of close to him. Um, the beauty of of it for United is they have Louis Moult and Tony Watt. Yeah. So get them both in the same team. You know, you want all your best players in that team. And Watt's shown he, 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 <coughs> he can be used in different positions mm-hmm. and, and Moult will get the goals. He might create the chances. I think I think it's a pretty good mm-hmm. situation to be in. There was all the worry <coughs> over the, quite rightly, I think, over the summer the lack of options if, mm-hmm. if Moult was injured mm-hmm. I think on the back of what happened last season and recruitment and stuff I think that that was uh, a fair worry I think for United fans but I think that's maybe been eased mm-hmm. showed last week against Queen's Park that they, they can cope without Moult but when it comes to this big game mm-hmm. it makes such a difference mm-hmm. having him in that team yeah 
he's, he's just, I mean, what else can well, we say about he, William he, he's Wallace? He's got but. that kind of clinical. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? When you, you just, kind of, you know, I often think of this you know, positionally. I mean, I, I come from a generational, a different generation for you guys. If somebody said to you at school, there's the jersey, you just went, great, you played, you know. Mm-hmm. Now now you're a kind of, you're a centre-left midfielder or you're a, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a kind of, you, you've got a specialist position. And, I, you know, there's a wee chunk of me that goes, just play with, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a defender, you should be able to play anywhere. Now, okay, I, I know that's kind of, uh, the, the, specif- spe- spe- <laughs> the specifics <laughs> of the modern game um, mean that, you know, players by and large are cut out for peculiar individual positions. I mean, and we did talk the other week about one of the problems with Tony Watt is he offers so many yeah. He offers such a variety yeah, as manager. Yeah. In a sense, he cuts his own throat almost because he, he's got that ability to, to lead the line, to play one off the striker, to play wide left. You know, he, he kind of offers too many positions. Mott's not that kind of player, we mm-hmm. said. But what he is, he's, he's, he has that indefinable quality that strikers have. He knows the way to go. He knows Way when to, to be, be there, yeah. how to time the run. You know, I, I mean, th- there are, you know, certain players you'll speak, I always remember kind of talking to one or two guys in, um, in the Great United years and they'd be talking about just timing a run, you know, just counting, you know, when most players would go to make the run, they would count, they'd give themselves one, two, boom, now go. Mm-hmm. You know, just just, just wee things that, that, that players do that they develop, you know. Um, it's kind of like, you know, the, the great, st- I mean, you know, I used to think of Paul Sturrock, people would talk about Paul Sturrock. Sturrock, Sturrock, in many respects, was a manufactured player. He had a lot mm-hmm. of great abilities about him, uh, as did Dodgy, but they worked really, really hard at their skill. One of the mm-hmm. great things that Sturrock could do was he could battle off a man's shoulder. He could play off a man's shoulder and yeah. twist and, and leave him for dead. <laughs> Mo, I'm not saying Mo's like Sturrock. Mo, Mo is an out-and-out goal scorer. Yeah. He's got that knack of, of knowing. And, you Just know, a finisher, it, yeah. Knowing where yeah. to be, how to finish. And he can finish with both feet. He can finish with the head. He's just got that quality. And he's got a bit of physical presence as well, mm-hmm. which is important. I mean, he's what United have been crying out for. And I mean, and good management, again, uh, you know, uh, from Jim Goodwin, who I think is really starting to prove himself. He's putting all that Aberdeen guff behind him, you know, mm-hmm. but not, not playing him, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I think I saw him, uh, you know, uh, this morning um, in, in, in the Courier saying that, you know, the, the, the player was 60 to 70% fit. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of players would say, I want to play, I want to play. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's not doing the team any favours, mm-hmm. particularly over the long haul. Yeah. So Moult's smart enough to know, know his body. You know, mm-hmm. he, he knows his own body, he knows when he's fit, he knows when he's not fit. <clears throat> and at 60, 70% fitness, you can get the 30 odd, 40 minutes out of him, you know, yeah. uh, as happened. And they were crying out for the goal. And if you're crying out for the goal, who better have on the bench than, than Louis Moore, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I think he, he's just not, he's not, if, if, if there's a difference come at the end of the season between United and Wraith and anybody else that might make a later run, and I can't see who is going to. Moat will be the difference. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that knows the route to go. Yeah. And ultimately, that's what wins you the games. And that's what I think will win the United the Championship. Yeah. I mean, it's all positive in that sense. You know, they're top of the league. They've, they've hard, they're hardly conceding, <coughs> et cetera, et cetera. All these things are good. They've got Louis Moat who'll get you goals, whatever. Do you think there's a little bit of, of Jim Goodwin that'll, that'll look at that league table? Let's say we're nearly, we're nearly mm-hmm. a quarter of the way mm-hmm. through and see Ray Rovers <coughs> just a point behind them and just feel just a little bit uneasy. I think there's a bit of them. Um, nah, you just, no, as long as you're top, it doesn't yeah. matter too much. Um, yeah. especially at this stage of the season, <laughs> be interested to find out if he actually looks at the table. Well, that's the point, yeah, because uh, yeah. managers usually say they don't. <laughs> I'm not sure that's always the case, but lying, lying. <laughs> managers spin like the rest yeah. of us, yeah. you know. I mean, no, I mean, I, I think he. I, I think the thing with Jim is he'll be absolutely aware of everything that's going on about him. And he'll he's certainly not... Um, well, you could... I mean, you, what you couldn't do is you couldn't um, come up, come away from that game right and right off. You know, mm-hmm. no, you know they, no, they, they will yeah. both have a finer appreciation of each other now, mm-hmm. I think, uh, Ian Murray and Jim Goodwin. Not, not as suspect it was lacking in the first place, but... Uh, and the players as well will both have a fine appreciation of, you yeah. know, of what's required mm-hmm. for the rest of the season. And, and what's required, and this is where I kind of come back to the discussion we had the other week about Tony Watt mm-hmm. and Glenn Middleton. I, mean, I thought from the nine minutes, 49 seconds that George <laughs> I and you all watched, I thought Middleton looked uh, splendid. He was busy. Yeah, I just thought he looked great. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he was busy, he was lively, he was wanting to get shots away, he was wanting to get passes away, taking men on. Looked terrific. Uh, and, and what did too, mm-hmm. you know. Now, Nobody was. I, I know that. I think Glenn Middleton has been peeved at some of the some of the criticism. Yeah, I like that. Like I thought that was really, from, I thought that was really know, good. And, yeah, it speaks a lot of them. I think. And that's fair enough. And, he, and he's he's absolutely entitled to fight his corner. And, and players should do that all the time. Um, 
I think we said I at think, the time, it's, yeah. it's a compliment if, yeah. you're, if you're criticising yeah, the yeah. like that because it means you think he's got mm. more to give. But, but I think that's the yeah. thing. What, what you're looking for, I think, from players like that is to perform at the top of their game all the time. Mm. Because when these boys perform at the top of their game, then yeah. uh, when you've got that kind of quality, games, you mm -hmm. undoubtedly will change games and, and you'll change the course of seasons, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so far, um, you know, it looks as though they've they've responded to their their manager's demands and and the demands of the team and the fans as well. I mean, I've got to say that's another thing. I mean, the backing that United yeah. are getting is just phenomenal. I mean, they're All taking right. taking almost half of their core home support yeah. to away yeah, games yeah. with them. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, two thousand yeah. some games, three thousand. I mean, it's, it's yeah, three at the weekend. I mean, they had seven thousand home for Queens Park. Yeah. Mm. Well, they're getting great, which backing. is with, who bring no <coughs> real away support no, to no, speak of as well. so they're getting great backing. But I thought. Middleton was terrible. I didn't think it really was a, really was a failure. Mm. I thought Middleton was great. Mm. Walt was was excellent. Malt when he comes around gives you what Malt gives you. Aye. I think as well we've talked about this before. Central defence got caught. Okay, but by and large they've been terrific. Holt and Gallagher have been uh, superb. Mm -hmm. Walton and Goal I think is is the best signing they've made in a long, long time. Probably the best keeper they've had since since Seagrass. You know what I mean? Right. That's not that long ago. Yeah. Whatever yeah. happened to him, by the way? <laughs> I know. Yeah. And disappeared in the club. I've often thought about that. I mean, th there's oh, these yeah. guys who I, I didn't I didn't think Seagrass would become one of them, but you get these guys mm -hmm. who sort of like cruise around on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. At like big clubs as mm -hmm. a goalie, and I think what a great job that mm -hmm. is. Eh? Just cruise around a week. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> well, a bit stressed well, this week. I almost had to go on. Oh, <laughs> Scott Bain's been doing it for years, hasn't he? It's incredible. What but, a job. Uh, I know. But I th just looking at the, the team that started, I wonder if Jim Goodwin, we were talking about Jim Goodwin just before, uh -huh. where he expected things to come together quite so quickly when you're talking about looking at the table. Because I've been looking at that team. You've got Walton, Holt, Gallagher, Grimshaw were all new players. Very new, yeah. It's uh, Doherty. Fothering is mm. a, a new player in the team. Yeah. I mean, that's half that team mm -hmm. to play Wraith. That yeah, you're right. New, mm -hmm. And they've all bedded in it's extremely well. There's not been, There hasn't been any discussion about, mm -hmm. oh, we'll need time to bed in and time yeah. to gel well, or anything well, like that. Well, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> really, I mean, a lot of these guys know the division, obviously, you know, but um, isn't it so? Because we talk all the time about players need time to gel. And, and now there's some truth in it. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, there, there, I think there's some truth in it because... You know, guys come uh, with, with, with all the domestic issues that we have. They, you know, they settle into a strange city. Yeah, yeah. They exactly. settle into a, to, to a strange club. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's a different language, um, different dietary requirements. If, it, if it's, you know, players from uh, perhaps Africa or, mm -hmm. or, or somewhere like that, you know, or even, let's be honest, anybody from Europe settling into Scottish diet will struggle, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's a whole host of things. Um, but by and large, I think that the, the squad that he's assembled, um, well, I mean, but they're, they're all Scots, aren't they? Barn, I think, what Walton and is it Grimshaw? Is, it, is that it the, for the yeah? But Grimshaw was so, up here anyway, and, 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 yeah. so he was. Yeah. That's right. So they all know. They, they know the scene. They know. They know the kind of, you know, they know what the league's about. They know mm -hmm. the kind of the whole kind of script, if you want. And and they've just they they've just clicked. Yeah, and they've clicked it brilliantly. It speaks well of you know, the environment and and, and well, yeah. created well as well. You know, but, mm -hmm. but what, what I think also a hint is. What more might there be to come? I know, yeah. You know, I think they gave the signs of that against Queen's Park. I mean, there's something yeah. that's quite electric against Queen's Park. Well, I mean, know? I thought, again, watching these highlights, and again, it's Wraith TV, so, mm -hmm. I, I mean, from from personal experience, <coughs> when you're watching the other club's highlights mm -hmm. of a game that your team's been yeah, involved yeah. in, you do tend to think, well, what happened to that bit? Mm -hmm. What happened to that bit? <laughs> yeah. Cut them out. But <laughs> those highlights, to be fair to Wraith, I mean, I think United played some great stuff. Mm -hmm. Really, really good stuff. And that, that's the thing that I think if I would have done the United fan, that would give me hope mm -hmm. going forward. Because, yeah, they're top of the league. It's only one point in it. It's still very tight. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the, the potential there, to me, looks not limitless. Let's not go mental. But it, it looks uh, like there's plenty of room for improvement on where they are <coughs> because of the quality of some of that football they're playing. Mm -hmm. in, a, in a game, let's remember, that's really, really high pressure yeah. as well. I thought they did exceptionally well. Yeah. And the point at the end of the day... <coughs> You know, if that if that happens in <coughs> April, mm -hmm. say you would, yeah, you're away from exactly. home and you yeah. win that, you, you're looking at that as a fantastic point mm -hmm. at that point in the mm -hmm. season. So, I mean, for me, I think that's uh, that's a that's a really impressive show. Well, for it's it's a better result for United than it's a Wraith. Yeah, Wraith, the Wraith are the home team, and I would have been hoping. I'm not saying they would have been expecting, but they certainly been hoping with the side that the Ian Murray's put together. They certainly been hoping mm -hmm. that they they could have won it. And I mean, but I think you know, in terms of kind of. Um, the starts, assuming that you know the, the starts are right. United four shots on target, rated mm -hmm. six. 
smudgy picture I've got here. It's 51%. <laughs> it's 51%. I thought uh, it was my eyesight. I'm maybe I was half cut last night. <laughs> 51% possession, 49. So tight, a tight, tight yeah. game. Yeah. You saw that. I mean, you know, it's, it's very difficult to tell from less than 10 minutes of a, you know, a, a video um, analysis, if you want. But it looked a really... Uh, a, a lively game of football and, mm-hmm. and, and race take kind of um, race take as much credit as United from it you know because yeah. they, they, they really have it was actually Smithy formerly of this parish oh, yeah. sent me a text on I think it was Friday night saying you'll be surprised when you see what Wraith have done. Yeah. I, I, was, I was looking forward to seeing it because I've not seen them a season and I must admit mm-hmm. they did they looked good they looked lively yeah. you know so I think these two these two I think will kind of mm-hmm. they I'm, will be I'm just really annoyed that I said this on the on the other podcast that uh-huh. should be on TV. Why is it not on TV? The game? This game. Yeah, yeah, it's the biggest game so far in the championship. Yeah. We knew and a crowd uh-huh. and everything, yeah. if it was a Friday night, we wouldn't have yeah. fed the crowd. Yeah. United would have come down in big numbers. It's been right. a great spectacle to show off the championship. Mm-hmm. But nah. I wonder if it would have been on. It's raining no. on Friday night, no. isn't it? Mm. But it's a yeah, well. all weather. <laughs> well, I tell you the one, yeah. well, the one thing I did wonder about actually, just, you know, you're always kind of watching and. Um, wondering about all-weather surfaces. I, I'm kind of torn on it. I mean, I, I absolutely understand the reasoning behind all-weather mm-hmm. surfaces. You know, mm-hmm. clubs like Wraith can train there and the rest of it. They've got it every day of the week and the rest of it. It, it, it doesn't replicate great grass. So there's, there's no doubt about that. And I thought, I, I just kind of looked at times and thought, United players look at just a touch uncomfortable mm-hmm. on that, which, which if they did, shows all the more, um, you know, Makes gives them all the more result, credit yeah. for what they did. I mean, a home side will always have the advantage because yeah, they're used to they it. Used exactly. to, you know, they, I mean, we've, seen, we've so, seen that in the Premiership with, with Livingston and Kilmarnock yeah. and whatever. <coughs> yeah. And at but certain it, times, yeah, how much of a how mm-hmm. much of a boost that's been for them mm-hmm. for Kilmarnock last season in particular. But then oh. I'm, I'm a Queen of the South fan. And yeah. It has not helped us. At all. <laughs> no, no, no that, that's that's. And so, so, I mean, the thing is, you know, I wouldn't have for one moment say kind of United, the United players because some some United players may well prefer that surface. And I mean, you know, yeah. my, my lad, he was 31, who came right through the ranks at, at youth level at Dens, playing playing on these sort of surfaces mm-hmm. all over the mm-hmm. shop. You know, and there's a whole generation of players that have grown up that they think nothing of it. Aye. And you know, there, there's. I mean, I actually saw stats a few weeks back for one or two of the European countries, and I was kind of. You know, I was kind of really surprised that you know the numbers uh-huh. of what you call them plastic pitches, yeah, yeah. all weather surfaces. That'd be particularly you know. in northern Europe. So, Europe, I thought, uh, yeah. well, it's obvious with the climate and all the rest of it, and, and the financial pressures that clubs are under. You got absolutely, and it's moved on a bit. I mean, I, I remember covering. I think it was the second game at Dunfermline I ever played on there. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were pioneers at the time. And honest, I used to say, this is like my old, na- it's like my old auntie Nanny's linoleum uh-huh. in her kitchen. It was dreadful. Uh-huh. You know, it didn't last long, you know. But, I mean, the pitches, have, they, have, they have improved dramatically since then. But when you're not on it every day or every week, I think still uh-huh. takes a wee bit of time. Yeah, yeah. You but I would take, yeah, yeah that's, that's taking nothing away from either set of players. It's taking nothing away from Wraith. It's just a, it's an observation that yeah, I yeah. wondered about. But I mean, it was, it was a great game and I thought both sets of players kind of, I came out it with, with flying colours, you know. Plastic pitches are a disgrace. Blast spits. Listen, if I could, I wouldn't have them. No, I know. You know, yeah. I wouldn't have them, but I mean, we've got them and, it's kind of like VAR now, you know. Now after this kind of Stuck this with chunk of time with VAR, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, it was. I think I said this last. Stan Collymore was saying, "Get rid of it." Mm-hmm. You know, rolling technology, get rid of it. But we're so heavily invested. I know, in well, now, we're stuck with it. Now, I can't see it, you know. Well, there we go. That, that would have been a nice link to go into St. Johnson after well, that. Well, there was, see, a, there was a VAR. There was a VAR <laughs> intervention <laughs> uh, <coughs> up at Pitodry mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. I did just want to say before we finish with United, though. Obviously, it's a. Uh, uh, a break, if you like, not not so much the international break as a break for the for the what used to be the Challenge Cup. It's now via play. No, no, that's no, the League no. Cup. Oh, what is it now? The SPFL, SPFL, SPFL Trust Trophy. trophy. Correct, correct. There we Runs go. Off the uh-huh. That's right. Yes, it's a snappy title. Uh, so a wee break. Um, you you half wonder whether um, giving Louis Moult that half hour mm-hmm. was kind of informed by Jim Goodwin thinking, well, we've got that the yeah, cup next week. We can give him a proper mm-hmm. break. And give them that time. Um, is this a good thing for Jim Goodwin and United? Just a wee week away from the pressure of that league situation, and just I, I wonder whether they might they might have preferred just having a week off. Yeah. Um, at this stage, and they've got a couple of injuries. Obviously, mm-hmm. Gallagher mm-hmm. went off with the went week. off. Aye. Um, so I I wonder for teams like United whether the, the Challenge Cup these days. Uh-huh. I still call it the Challenge Cup. I know. Um, is is uh, gets a bit in the way because um, 
It's one of these competitions. Young, young boys. Either you want to win it or you want to get out quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, They're lingering on in there. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think it's an opportunity for him to use some French players. I think, yeah. And I think yeah, he'll probably, probably right. do that. Peterhead, to be fair to them, have seemed to have sorted mm -hmm. themselves out this I season. They're looking know. a lot better than they have been. Dodgy spell, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. So. I had the worst experience of my uh, football spectating life at a Challenge Cup final. <laughs> And uh, it must have been what 1997 or something like that. I think St Johnston played Stranraer oh, in the Challenge Cup final well. at Broadwood, <coughs> and it was a, mm. it was a howling gale and rent, sideways rain coming mm -hmm. in and everything like that. This was the year that St Johnston won the first division by 20 points. But I was a, a kid, and we went through on the bus, and my face painted blue and white <laughs> and everything like that. Just the worst game I've ever seen in my puff. St Johnston lost and just. Trudging back uh, to the bus yeah. with face paint uh, pouring down <laughs> your face after it. I don't want to go to football anymore. I covered a good few of them. And there's, <laughs> there's very often great crowds in the finals and all the rest of it. Yeah. You know, but, it's, yeah. Uh, but look, the truth of the matter is, um, for, for United, I'm pretty sure that, that Jim Goodwin will put more than a smattering of players Youngsters. on, on, the, yeah. on yeah. the cusp. Because the, the, you know, <laughs> the, the, the simple reality for United is, this season is all about one thing, and that's returning to the Premier Show. Yeah, simple. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you, you look be, back you know? at Ray McKinnon's time, and he he won yeah. the cup, and it was great there, and I think <clears> fans <throat> really enjoyed it. Yeah. Players obviously really enjoyed it, but yeah. then those extra games caught up with them in the mm. end because they lost the, in the mm. in the playoffs in that yeah. the final game. They just looked absolutely knackered. Yeah, mm. uh, so it can it can have an adverse effect if you, if you mm -hmm. maybe put too much yeah, yeah. emphasis on it. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, uh, no, not that United will, but I mean, I, I, I saw something the other week and it was, I, I, I hadn't kind of really sat there and given us any great thought. It was the top players at the top clubs, Champions League and all the rest of it. And looking at the number of games they will now play in a season, mm -hmm. you know, if, if domestic season goes as they, well, the league games, if they do well in their cups and all the rest of it, it's actually pretty frightening now. You yeah. Know? And you do, you do, you know, players are human beings. I mean, they are, they are athletes first and foremost. You know, they're the same as the rest of us. Their, their body now and again kind of goes into retreat mode or breaks down for a week or two or they, they struggle with injuries and all the rest of it. You know, so the last thing you need, I think, is um, in, in a cup competition like this, where frankly, there's no huge amount of money being made mm -hmm. and there's not even a great deal of kudos to be made. Mm -hmm. But you're a professional manager and a professional yeah. player, so you can't say this doesn't mean anything to us. You've got to, yeah. you've got to kind of spin it properly, you know, um, because, you know, although fans might think it, mm -hmm. you know, you say to the fans, oh, this means nothing to us. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, I can think that. You, you're a fool, you shouldn't be thinking like that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I'm not saying they are, but, they probably are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, deep down in your mind, you're saying, what's important? Is it this? Or is it yeah. going down to Thistle? Uh, sorry, down to... Uh, ah, it's yeah, Thistle, yeah. Thistle next yeah. week, you know. Uh, and it's, it's going to Thistle next week. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. No no Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Still want to win, though. Well, There's yeah, there the is that little element mm -hmm. once you get on the pitch, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a player of personal pride. Yeah, absolutely. You know, well, it's a great chance for the guys that are chapman or sh should be chapman in the door Aye. or are chapman in the door to say to Jim Goodwin, look, here's what I can do. You know, what about a chance here? Yeah. Great chance for them. Absolutely. Right, well, let's get back onto the, the VAR link. <coughs> uh, St Johnston um, up at Aberdeen on the Sunday, 0-0, mm -hmm. a point. I mean, that's uh, again, they've gone to Celtic Park and taken a point. They've gone to Pataudry and taken a point. Two difficult yeah, venues absolutely. to go and do it. Clean sheets. So, and got clean sheets. And, <laughs> I mean, for all that we haven't hidden from St Johnston's, you know, the challenges mm -hmm. they face this season. I mean, they're not a team with nothing about them. Oh, anything but. I mean, yeah. I mean, what? There's a fine line being managers where they, they uh, and Stephen McLean's miles short of that. Yeah, but there's a fine line being managers when they've been under pressure for a long time. For instance, that you hear them and eventually it, it just it's like motorway traffic. It just goes past you. Yeah, here, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. you, you kind of you, you hear the rhythm, but you, you kind of lose the you lose sight of the kind of the wheels going by. Um, but he said last night, well, no fact, there's a team, basically, yeah. there's a team in there trying to get, and I think he's right from from what I saw. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Jeff, Jeff got had a couple of bangs at goal. That, he did, that, first you know, half, what, yeah. I mean, tell you what, the pace and the direction in him was, mm -hmm. was pretty tidy. Um, and I know that it's taken a wee bit of time for him to kind of, uh, to get up to speed. Mm -hmm. I like, I'm, I'm, I have my old colleagues at the Beeble last week call him Costello. Yeah, I know it's that as well. Budget supermarket is cost the low. Is that the same? Is that the same BBC colleague who keeps saying Dindy United? Probably will Dindy. I'm not naming it. Does my hair? Okay. I might stop my pension. But I mean, I think you know he
thought it meant saft. Well, I'm, I'm not sure what it is, but uh, oh, anyway, I think I'm uh, I think I'm revising my opinion a little bit oh, of him because it was tidy, we hadn't seen much of him yeah. up to that point. <clears> and I, I, I think, again, we've, we've talked about gelling and all that stuff. Oh. And I think in this case, it maybe is one that it needed yeah. a bit. It's a young of player, that sort so of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But to me, he, I mean, yes, over the last <laughs> couple of games in particular, he looks like his, his levels are going up. The way. I, I'm That's a great good. believer that you can tell a player in the first five minutes. Uh -huh. Now, that, that, I'm talking about skill. Yeah. I'm talking about skill. You can tell right away whether a player's got good touch, good movement, is athletic, you know, can see a pass, all these sort of things. What you didn't necessarily get in the first five minutes is, does he have the character to, to, to endure a whole game? Yeah. Uh -huh. Will he have the character to carry him through the season? Yeah. He's got that dig, the bite. Because the, 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 professional football is not just about having ability. I mean, there's, we've, we've, we're all brought up with guys. I, mean, I remember Davy Bowman saying to me once that he was at Tynecastle High, I think it was Davy was at, and he said, mm -hmm. there were three or four boys in the class, all better, better players. players. Yeah. He says, but each of them lacked something, mm -hmm. whether it was the discipline, Mm -hmm. whether it was Friday nights wanting to be with their mates or there's a combination and we've all been brought up with guys like that mm -hmm. but you know, you know I mean I was I was brought up Kirk I'll not mention the guy by name but it was a guy that, that was just astounding mm -hmm. in terms of talent Arsenal wanted him and yeah well, you sign my mate, that kind of stuff. You know, that that was where we were we were producing kind of players by the by mm -hmm. the barrel, you know. But um that's uh, you know I I think you can tell a player right away and the first Couple of looks I got at Cost. I almost said it was earlier. Costello. Costello. First couple of uh, looks I got him, I thought that boy's got a bit about him. Yeah. You know, a good touch, nice mover, and all the rest of it. Looks like he can drift past the mm. player quite easily. Now, whether he's got all the other attributes to go towards making a yeah. pro um, yeah. is another yeah. thing entirely. And you'll only know that pretty much by well and a half we into the season, mm -hmm. you know, whether he's got the dig and yeah. by the end of the season in particular, you know. But, yeah. Yeah. but there's lots, lots to like about Saints at the minute. Kerry uh, uh, is, um, you know... He has his moments. Uh, he's, got his I moments he's a moments you know. player. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's him. Yeah. You just yeah. have to put up that he's going to try stuff and it doesn't come off. Well, it's, right. it's what he might yeah. do, I think, yeah. is the issue with him, isn't it? You know, it's kind of... When you look at a guy like that, you think, do, do, a, do a start him or do take him off and you think... I know what he can do. Uh -huh. you know, I know what he can do. Will he do it? Is, is the question. Uh -huh. Will he do it in the game? You know, I felt for Andy Considine because it was a beautiful goal. <laughs> when he, he rose magnificently, he couldn't have placed <laughs> it better. You know, I forgot for his team he was playing for. Yeah, exactly. It's that old thing. It's just it? his face, you know, just just crease. So I mean, that yeah. that var came to the rescue. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and rightly so. Yeah, it was. It showed it working correctly. Yeah, it worked correctly. You know, which is good. But I think there's. There's, there's I must enough. admit, I watched it back and I thought, is he offside? Mm -hmm. uh, to the nickel well, die, it didn't. Right. But then they put the lines down. Yeah. Uh, you have to, right. yeah. you have to yeah. assume the lines are correct. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, let's applaud VAR on this occasion mm -hmm. then <laughs> for, for getting something right. <coughs> but no, when I saw the picture, I thought, oh, he's mm, not That's offside. what I thought as well. Yeah. But then they showed the lines mm -hmm. and I think it, yeah. it looked okay. I mean, there's no question that he's interfering with play because he's, he's going up with Considine yeah. for the header. <coughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's not even in debate. But whether he was offside in the first place, I wasn't sure about. But yeah. fair play VAR. Yeah, no, I think they right. I mean, I don't like it, but I don't, I don't like it either. either. We got it right that. I, I'm the same, but I mean, you know, in terms of Saints, a couple of good results now. Um, really need that win still, though, don't they? Need, need the really, win. really and, do. Uh, to, you know, to be honest with you, I kind of, I, I was kind of already thinking ahead to call for a sweep, and I think that might well play. But they need that win. Mm -hmm. They've got to get that yeah. win psychologically. They need to start getting that win because the danger is you psychologically start to slip. You think this is never going to come, mm -hmm. and it puts extra pressure on the player, puts extra pressure on the manager, puts extra pressure on the fans as well. I mean, I think you know, you boys were saying, or one of you, I'm not sure it was your Eric last week was saying that kind of there's like almost like a sense with the fans that this is just kind of this is where we are, this is slipping away. It doesn't mm -hmm. need to be Saints, mm -hmm. Saints are by no manner of mean isolated, no matter of means isolated, but mm -hmm. if they don't, yeah, get the don't start a couple be. of wins together, they could easily yeah. be kind of you know. It's, stripped away yeah. in that ball. It's, yeah. a, it's a major psychological <coughs> thing when you obviously that point has moved them to within touching distance now mm -hmm. of Dundee and Ross County mm -hmm. uh, being on obviously their game was called off mm -hmm. um, but that's a big thing see yeah. when you're even at, especially at this stage of the season if you're more than yeah. a win mm -hmm. reach out adrift them now. Yeah, yeah exactly Yeah. all it takes is getting that one, one, uh -huh. one win uh, yeah, and you're back in the in the mix I know what you mean and, and in terms of positives for St Johnson I think one of the things from the weekend and not so much elements of the Livingston game the week before were, were good. Mm. Um, elements <coughs> weren't. Uh, and mm. I mean, mm -hmm. the, again, we've discussed the VAR thing and, you know, the, the red card end up, ends up getting rescinded. 
and everything. Uh, that referee was a disaster. We've discussed that. Mm-hmm. But elements of that performance were, performance were positive, and I think elements of this one up at Pitodri were positive. And I think the main one for the supporters um, is that it, it looks like Stephen McLean, as you say, yeah. is, is finding the best way to, to mm. put that team out mm. and get the most out of them. <coughs> it looks like there's a team in there trying to get out now. And I think he, he has gone to that three at the back, which mm-hmm. was yeah. debated an awful lot under Callum Davidson. It didn't seem to be working at all. We've gone back to in the last few games here and uh, it seems to be functioning a lot mm-hmm. better uh, for St. Johnson. He's got Considine. Gordon played again, mm-hmm. um, having been made available. And uh, Luke Robinson <laughs> for that three. And then he's got Carey. Uh, on the left-hand side as a sort of wing-back position and Dre right on the other. But whereas I think previously the wing-backs were, they were all getting pinned so far back mm-hmm. of the pitch that there was no, there was no mm-hmm. wing element, there was no forward element sure. to their play. Now <clears throat> these guys are, are, are getting higher up the park and they're doing more damage. And the key for the whole thing for me is Sprangler in the middle. Mm-hmm. I think he is, along with Mitov, mm-hmm. the, the find of the season, those two. So uh, they, they, to, for me, they're they're the crux. The, the boy Sprangler looks. I don't know how much you've seen of him. Just sorry, just to jump. I've not seen much of him, but I do love his name. Sprangler, really fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Sprangler. Sprangler. fantastic. It does to be sprangled. <laughs> sounds like a <laughs> well, that, sounds that, like a thing. You know, you know what? That could, that could become a thing right enough. I mean, I think this, the key thing is he knows how to time a tackle. Mm-hmm. He knows when to tackle, mm-hmm. and he knows where to tackle. Yeah, you know. And, mm. and I think these are all these are all key things. I mean, there's, I mean, if you're going, to, I mean, I suspect he's a guy. He's a guy who's going to give a lot of fouls away. He you can know? do, yeah. but do it in the right places. Yes, yeah, you know, yeah, do it yeah. in the right places. I mean, there, there, there is an art to that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more infuriating than giving fouls away. Where there's absolutely no point in doing it. Yeah. you know, you're going to get fouls away. Do it in the right place where, where danger doesn't yeah. doesn't necessarily threaten. I, I, I don't mean by that he's a dirty player. I mean from what I've seen of him so far, same as you. I think he made a big difference. Right, he tends to, he's, he times he's his tackles that, really well. The hardness, the timing, yeah. you know. Um, he, he, he puts himself about mm-hmm. in the parlance, and Saints have badly needed that. Yeah, they badly needed that. I, I kind of hesitate to call him a, a midfield enforcer, you know. I mean, mm. Although I did go to see the equalizer, the equalizer last week, and I'm oh, did like you? the idea that uh, very good. I, I recommend. It. <laughs> um, <coughs> um, no, I mean Sprangler. I think is um, is a find. Yeah, you know there are not too many of these guys, but and he's Terrific. a good age as well. Mm-hmm. So he brings maturity to the dressing room, to the training field, brings a good level of professionalism. But mainly, what he brings, he just brings a presence to that midfield, Absolutely. a hard, tough, robust presence. And Saints have been crying out for that. Yeah. You know? Who was the equaliser on the telly? Was it Edward Woodward? I was that. going to be what was, was Edward Woodward? I was young, <laughs> young so yeah. even I can hardly remember. That. Edward Edward Woodward. That was, 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 was it. Big Denzel, you know. Oh, Denzel was class. <laughs> He's class, isn't he? He's but yeah, Edward Woodward. That was the sound of a fart in the bath. Edward Woodward. <laughs> 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 Uh, anyway, he, he also played, <laughs> he also played in something called Callan, but you've really got to kind of right. the years on I'm not familiar with that. Right. Go back for that one, you know. I didn't even know there was an original <coughs> equalizer. It was a TV series in the eighties. Yeah, that was. I remember um, <laughs> totally off topic now, but I remember uh, that that marked my bedtime. Ah, uh, exactly. When that when the title uh, sequence came that on, that was it. Up the stairs. Up the stairs. Right. This is it. This is grown-up <laughs> television now. Aye, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I mean, Sprangler, superb. Um, and the other really big positive from the weekend for St. Johnston is having Chris Kane come back yeah, on and get involved in a game again. Um, because it, 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 he, I mean, his, his importance is, is enormous to St. Johnston and they've missed him so, so badly. Um, I mean, when, when, you're, when you're building a team that is sort of kind of limited by mm-hmm. whether it's finance or whatever yeah, yeah. and therefore you know your, your manager mm-hmm. you, you've got to kind of play a certain way maybe there's a bit of a percentage element to it at times against certain teams in particular and that's when chris kane's absolutely priceless to you yeah because he's so so clever uses his body so well and he will he will win you free kicks <clears throat> he will bring you 30 40 yards up the park just by picking up a long ball yeah and that that is a huge thing for st johnson getting him back fit um, the interesting thing is, I mean, he only signed a short-term deal to see whether they could get him to a point where, you know, he, he could sustain playing football just, on a weekly basis. January, well, December, yeah, January, yeah. So, I mean, that'll be the interesting one. He, he really needs that run of games, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, that's, he came on against yeah. Dundee, didn't he? Uh, he? He played against Rangers and then didn't see him again. 
after that did he come on I think, yeah I think he, he made a, he made quite a difference when he came Rangers back game. Yeah. He, oh, that's right, yeah. he, he did yeah. he, obviously St Johnston mm-hmm. had, had been really struggling in that game and they brought him on yeah. I think that might have been his first game back I think right. memory's not great as, uh-huh. as you can tell but he made a big difference you could see already the, the team that had a bit more of a focal point and uh-huh. just a, something to well, yeah. it's a target, really. I mean, he gives you an outball. Yeah, he really does. I mean, yeah. If you're under the cosh, he gives you an outball, mm-hmm. and he's somebody who can, you know, he's got craft and guile and abundance. He can hold it up. He's physically strong enough to hold it up. He's strong enough to kind of, you know, to roll people, mm-hmm. bring people into play, you know, play the short game, play the long game. He's just, he's got so much about him. The, bi- the big question mark always is, can, can he, he keep him yeah. fit? Mm-hmm. Or can he keep fit? You know, yeah. it's, and it, it, it's, you know, it's a really difficult one. There have been many, many fine players whose careers have just been blighted with injury. Yeah. You know, they're mm-hmm. sort of guys that kind of, they play two, three games and they're out for four or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it's punctuated. And, and I, I, th- I often think that, you know, the, um, I, I've got a good mate who's a, who's a, he was actually the sports psychologist at Celtic and Motherwell at one stage, <laughs> you know, we chew the fart a couple of times a week. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm quite big on the, the idea of sports psychology and football, you know, it's, it, I, I think you use every tool mm-hmm. at your disposal. And, I think for, for Kane or any other player that suffers with injury on, off, on, off, the psychol- it's not just the physical strength mm-hmm. you need. Yeah. You know, the, the mental strength, the, the, yeah. the psychological kind of battle is a constant one, you know, because you never know when that ne- next breakdown is coming, when that next kind of hammy goes. Or, yeah. and, and to be honest, it's, it's not just a case of hammies. Some mm-hmm. players are playing with things like that, but there are, there are more, kind of, more difficult things to kind of shake off. And I think that's, you know, he, I think he's a strong player physically, He's a strong-minded player as well to mm-hmm. you know to, to, to deal with the constant kind of interruptions to his career through injury. Just fingers crossed he gets that <coughs> run, run and proves himself now. Um, so hope for St Johnston. Uh, I mean, but they need that one. That's what yeah. it comes yeah. down to, really. Yeah, so. And it's Motherwell up next. Yeah. Nicky Clark um, back on the bench. Though, I know well. that's another. another well, that's another one. one. We've obviously he didn't get on. Yeah, but, but still having just, him back. Yeah. That, that, that's good. I mean, I, I like Clark. Clark's a, you know talking about Kane there, but. I, I, Clark, I think, becomes more intelligent as he gets older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's got, he's, he's not the quickest in the world, but he's got a bit of pace about him, Nicky, you know, but mm-hmm. he's just, he's an intelligent player. He's got kind of, he's got a bit of nous about him, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think he's a, I think he's been a big, big miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, honest, huge. You know? Yeah. Um, Massively I, so. I, I just kind of think to myself that, you know, I mean, the man who normally sits in your chair, Eric was saying, on X the other night, if you back on X, you say on like that. I've still not um, updated the app <coughs> the, on my phone. I've still got Twitter. Have yeah, you? Yeah, I've, yeah, I've not updated you know, it. They've got, um, you know, they, they, uh, they, they've got the beatings of the Livingstons and the Motherwells. Yeah. Like teams around about them. And, uh-huh. and, and I think they do, but the problem is it's easy to sit here and say that. I know. You've got somewhere along the line, you yeah, have to actually start proving it on the park. Mm. And, and you know, there's proof, proof positive to mm. be gained when they meet Motherwell, you know, if, if they can, you know I mean? I think th- there's no good reason why they shouldn't be able to. Yeah. Um, but y- y- you've actually got to do the part, you know, talk as cheap as they say, you know. Absolutely. But as you say, you know, it's only three points mm. now between them and Ross County yeah. and Dundee, mm. who will have a wee, a wee blether about now. Mm. Dundee. I mean, the, we spoke last week about how, again, talking about teams needing a win. We are talking about Dundee yeah, <laughs> getting to that point where they needed that win as well. But I mean, because, you know, they've not had a terrible start to the season. been reasonable. They've actually played some good stuff. They've looked yeah. strong. But it's just, that win is what they need. And that one, the Ross County game, was one that they really, really, really would have been targeting. Definitely. The, their home record's been really good, actually. The, the, Tony Rocket has not yeah. been beaten since he took over mm-hmm. uh, at Dens yeah. Park. So um, it's certainly one that, that I was kind of looking at as, as really important for them because, mm-hmm. as you said, the, They'd done well. They'd yeah. Picked up some good results. Looked every inch a Premiership team. Yeah. And pretty much all the games. Uh, maybe St. Byrne was was a poor one in Celtic. They mm-hmm. eventually got overrun. Mm-hmm. But every other game had been really, really close, and they'd looked really solid. Mm-hmm. But they hadn't got that the wins to back yeah. it up, uh, and that's what they needed. Um, so it was a real disappointment. Disappointment, yeah, because I. Ross County, although Ross County's record at Dens Park uh, well, is you did very, do, very good. So. You did write a piece to that effect I last did. week. Yeah. I'll have to uh, recycle that one for a couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just this point that. I mean, I, what, can, did you remember the headline stats from that? Off the uh, days? County have won the last four. Yeah. Score, uh, aggregate score 13 3. Wow. Uh, Dundee have only won one of the last 13 at home. That's incredible, isn't it? So it's proper bogey proper team. Proper bogey yeah. team, yeah. yeah. 
So maybe, maybe he was good to the game yeah. called I, I, I kind of wonder how, or I, I was wondering how important that would have been come Saturday, because I mean, Tony Doherty is it's almost a, the same with a new squad. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. What is it, 15 he's brought? Is it 15? 16. Six, if, you, 16 if you include you John McCracken, right, who obviously okay. is left. <clears throat> so, you know, I, I mean, it's it's, it's a... Va and, and that's where, you know, we were talking earlier on about guys gelling and coming mm. to strange cities. And, and, you know, quite a lot of the players have come from... Yeah, yeah. South and mm -hmm. modern things like that, you know, and, and a couple from Mexico and stuff like that. Um, I think in that respect, um, you know, it can be difficult for, for guys to gel and settle and all the rest of them. I think they've made, I mean, if you look at the table, they're, they're what, tense at the moment, you think, mm -hmm. you know, when you think, okay, they've now got a game in hand. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, they are, <coughs> they, every game that I have seen them in, they have played really, really well. Mm -hmm. um, they've got, um, they've got craft in the team. They've got hardness in the team. They've got a bit of pace about the team. They've got a really good keeper, mm -hmm. you know. So I think, by and large, all round, I mean, they look you know, in good you, shape. You, yeah. When you come up, they, 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 you know, everyone says you come up with dead hearts in the league. I just don't see any signs that that's a, a Dundee side that are going to go down again. No, I, they, they look to yeah, me like I'm a side that are just cut out for now. You know, you'd like to think, <laughs> might they make top six? That, that's a tall order, mm -hmm. you know. Undoubtedly, Aberdeen and Hibs will start to fire on all cylinders. They've got big squads, hearts well as well. Mm -hmm. So. The traditional kind of big city teams, um, and I, I've done Dundee, so I still regard Dundee, as a big city, <laughs> you know. But um, <clears throat> Dundee will, um, Dundee, I think, should comfortably be in and around that top eight, mm. you know, maybe nine, top of the bottom six, uh, mm -hmm. top of the bottom six, you know. They should be, they should be in, in and around that area, I think, with the squad because there's there's a fair degree of quality, mm -hmm. I think, in there. And I think also, um, I think there's a. I mean, you, you deal on a daily basis with them, George, so you'll know better than me. I'm kind of long past dealing on a daily basis with clubs. But, I mean, they strike me as, you know, after the game, usually a bit, usually a bit of a cami or something like that, you know, when they're doing, doing their, their warm down, they strike me as a side that've got a lot of kind of self-belief. Yeah, And a lot of definitely. confidence about them, mm. you know. And I think that's also feeding back. And, and the crowds have helped. I mean, they're, they're kind of, you know, you look at the home home court, it's really about the 5,500 mark, isn't it? You yeah. Know, I think they're, they're you know, they're, they're being pretty well yeah. supported. And I think there's more to come if they get that going. You know, I always think Dundee... This is this is always a topic for debate. United are now probably in terms of home core about a thousand better off, yeah, maybe so. fifteen hundred yeah. depending mm. on the game. Um, but there's still in Dundee support that will come out. Yeah. If, you, if, if they get flying a bit, there's another thousand people that'll come out. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm, on a quite regular basis. So there's uh, <clears throat> my neighbour Big Bob's got his flag flying at the, at the moment. He's got his. <laughs> It goes to the line. I'll go be back to the line rampant this week or the salt air with Scotland playing, but he's got his big Dundee flag flying, <laughs> flying over my head. He likes the wind, you know. Fantastic. Yeah, well, the, the, the Dens Park was, was, was part of the issue uh, at the weekend with the game going off. Yeah. And uh, that was in the news mm. last week as well um, with um, the purchase of Dens Park finally, <coughs> finally being completed. It's been a long time coming, yeah. Yeah, um, from, from John Bennett by. Uh, Tim Keys and John mm -hmm. Nelson, one of their companies. So, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean that's a fair way to put it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Uh, it's not in club hands specifically no. or no. technically. Yeah. It's in it's in Tim Keys and John mm -hmm. Nelms's hands. They own the company that owns the ground. Dundee doesn't. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's fair I, enough. I, I, I had a pal of mine pull, and a pal of yours as well. So you know, will not mention, but he did once try to buy Dundee United. <coughs> but he pulled me up. So, ah, it's, it's, it's not Dundee about the club. It's, you're yeah. using it as shorthand. Yeah, we know that. Oh yeah, know, totally. We're using yeah. it as shorthand. You know. Um, I, I'm, a st I'm a stickler for <coughs> details. Yeah, there, there, but there, there is a concern there. There's a concern there. I think for for a lot of fans because the initial concern was um, if if you know Camperton was going to go ahead. What would happen to, to to Dens? What would happen to the ancestral mm -hmm. home, mm. which John Bennett and and you know listen, fair play to John Bennett. John's, right, yeah. John's yeah. been a really good friend of both sides. You know, I know you speak. Yeah. To, speak to him regularly for a blather. He's uh, you spoke to him last week. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I know that you know, and he's been a really good friend to both clubs. He he almost bought Dundee United at one stage, yeah. and when Eddie bought um, when Eddie Thompson bought bought them, John, who was a, who's a wealthy guy, and he's a really down to earth guy, you know. He almost bought him because he loves his football. He's in Aberdonia originally. Yeah. He came to Dundee when he was 16 or something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Main man at Shepherds. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's done, he's put his hand in his pocket when mm -hmm. United were up against it. Yeah. He helped Dundee. I mean, I'm sure he was getting an economic rent in recent years, but before that, he yeah. certainly wouldn't have been screwed to the ground on it. He was, no, a, good, no. he was a good friend of them. And fair play to John Nelms and Keys, uh, Tim Keyes. They put that in the statement, you know. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> that John had been. Um, I think... You know, th th there is a concern. Um, 
uh, over what happens now. It's not the concern that, 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 that you know they're going to kind of they're going to play it dense until Camperdown opens. And mm. you know, I mean, I, I try not to be cynical. I'm skeptical mm-hmm. about Camperdown because there's still a lot of hurdles to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there is a, it's worth having a degree of skepticism also in the respect that Dundee fans are right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right to be concerned that actually. This is a, a, a another company that, o- that owned Dens mm-hmm. Park, but football, you know, football's changed dramatically. You know, I mean, we we, we saw that with the Rangers. I'm not going to go I'm going to, I'm going to <laughs> restore the grief that I got ten years ago for something I said about that. You know, when you when you when you have limited companies and limited liability, you know, I mean, the, the game's changed. Mm-hmm. The game's changed. So done. You know, so Dens is now owned by <coughs> Tim Case and John Nels. Well, you know, they, they are hugely important mm-hmm. figures. No, of course, yeah. they are. And and I've got to say this. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm a philosophical believer that. Fan ownership is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Whether it works is, is another thing entirely. I mean, you know, Motherwell fans don't go, the manager's terrible, but we're a fan-owned club. And you saw the other week with the Hearts fans, mm-hmm. a small section I'm shouting, you know, get no get Ann, Ann Budge and, and company in. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, so fan ownership is no great panacea. Um, but the Dundee fans owned their club. They mm-hmm. gave it away. Because so many fans at the end of the day just want a rich individual to come in and tell them how to spend their money. And, you know, there was all sorts of politics went on in that. I mean, you know, in the Dundee oh, stuff was was elsewhere. But yeah. the bottom line is, for the <clears> moment, <throat> Dens is back. The ancestral yeah. home and appears to be safe. Yes. And, be. and it's been hailed by <clears throat> the club yeah. as a significant step mm-hmm. towards yeah. this new stadium project. Um, <clears throat> and I now, they, they do need to submit. Uh, it's not full planning permission yet, is it? No. Not it, quite there. Not um, I think they need detail plan. No. Yeah, they said though. <coughs> but something by the end of the yeah, year, by the end of the is year, is going yeah. to be submitted by the club. Mm. That's that's yeah. their position. And the, the, speaking to John Nelms last week, he does feel like he's there in a good shape to get right. that accepted. Right. There are always the concerns we've had concerns over the road and stuff. He mm-hmm. he says he thinks they've they've sorted Nailed that. I I think the intriguing thing about all of this is that. Um, I mean, I, I remember having this discussion with John Bennett and I said to him, look, could you not just restore Dens? You've got two stands at either end that Peter uh-huh. and Jimmy Marr put up that are yeah, perf- yeah. perfectly useful. I mean, uh-huh. they're not that old. Um, and he said to me, yeah, you could. You know, you, you could take, you could knock the dairy. You hear all this stuff about the dairy. It's, you know, there's contaminants underneath. Uh-huh. And in a modern world, of course you could you could do it. You know, there are umpteen ways of doing it. You could, you could I, I think the old stand is an Archibald Leach and it might yeah, be a yeah. detected listed building. But I think, you know, I was assured so, that you could do it. They've done so much yeah. to it. Yeah, but, but, uh-huh. but the, real, the real issue is, and this is an issue that, that, that affects a lot of clubs. And I mentioned United McComb a few weeks back. The real issue is, I cannot see how it dens. Mm-hmm. You replicate what is potentially achievable at Camperdown, and that is bringing in money from a crematorium that you exactly. want, that, that, bringing in thing. money from, yeah. from hotels and yeah. restaurants, and the fact that you will have a new, yeah. a modern stadium that you can uh, build in such a way that you could yeah. have, you know, you can hold concerts in it, you could rent out office space, you can have, you know, everything it's under the, the sun that, that, that brings brings money in, mm-hmm. and that's the key, the income. Generation. I mean, the BBC sent me uh, years ago to cover Scotland women in Gothenburg. The new, the new is it New Ali? I can never oh, right, call yeah. it New Ali. No, in Scotland, mm-hmm. kind of as you were lost. Needless to say, but mm-hmm. um, I went across and the dander up to the old stadium where Aberdeen won the Cup Winners Cup, and mm-hmm. then I dandered into the new stadium just to check the gear and all the rest of it. And right around that stadium um, was basically shops, mm-hmm. insurance broker, you know, um, news agent, kind of travel agent, all paying rent to the stadium or yeah. renting that from the stadium that kind of income generation mm-hmm. is why dundee want to go to, yeah, def- to, to, to the new campy or can't uh, you, or you call it yeah. and 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 in the modern world you know th- that's a massive thing because unless you've got a rich man that's prepared to kind of just keep throwing money at a football club there's yeah, no that many can do yeah, that yeah. sugar daddy or a sugar mama there's yeah, no yeah. that many people can do it um so i, I think you know from dundee's perspective Absolutely makes sense. Would I build it, Camper? Then no. I mean, if you're going to build a new stadium, for me, finding a site that years ago down at the kind of the waterfront Brownfield, or something like that would have, would have been yeah. great. Or if, if it had to be slightly kind of, you know, beyond the Kings, I thought the, uh, Charlotte Street would have been great. Right. Where United used to train at one time, mm. you know, that would have been ideal, much more central than Camper Down. But you know, it's you know needs must, and if they are going to move from Dens. Mm. Um, there's much more to it than just putting a new ground up. Yeah, you no, need and, and that's what <clears throat> makes me feel okay. Obviously, I'm not a Dundee fan, but mm-hmm. from the point of view of 
the owners owning the stadium mm-hmm. and the club not owning the stadium. Mm-hmm. What makes me feel okay about that is because you can see this is the reason they're in, they're in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've realised over the years that it's really difficult to make money off mm-hmm. Scottish football. Um, yeah, so, the actual game. Yeah. yeah, so all this money that they've invested over the years, mm-hmm. millions and millions of pounds, they, they all, the businessmen, they want to get that back. Yeah. So this is how they get it back, uh-huh. is building this stadium sure. and, and all the things around it. And mm-hmm. that's how that's where mm-hmm. the, the money comes from. I think they've realised that the football isn't going to get the returns that they kind of hoped for at the start. Mm-hmm. But building the stadium mm-hmm. is, is the way to do it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, a lot of people used to kind of laugh about the St. Johnson thing. I mean, Saints don't own the crematorium. No. But what they do get is they get two or three funeral parties. Yeah. I mean, I've just come yeah. from a funeral this morning, you know, but there, there's two or three funeral parties coming in a day and, you know, and spending money. You replicate that five days a week, 52 yeah. weeks a year. Because, uh-huh. you know, people get buried every day of the week, you know. And and all of a sudden, you've got a major income stream. Uh-huh. And, and Dundee will, 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 yeah. will, will, will duplicate and triplicate and quadruplicate yeah. that. Um, and with, other with avenues as well. Restaurants yeah. and all the rest of that. Yeah. If, if they can pull it off. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm not saying they can't pull it off. All I'm kind of saying, I'm positing, you know, the positives for it. And, yeah. and yeah. there are, if they can get it done, there's a great many. There are far more positives mm-hmm. than stay. If you could stay at Dens and, and do all of these things, that would be fantastic. But you can't. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the one thing, <clears throat> being at uh, Hibs last week, mm-hmm. I was really impressed because they've, they've moved where the press room is. Yeah. Um, yeah. They basically moved it next door to where it was. But okay. all I'd been told was it moved. So I ended up going around the entire <laughs> oh, stand trying to find the press room. Right. Um, oh. But ended up walking through all the, the fan the bars and stuff. stuff. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that. That'll be included because it just it just looked perfect for a day out of the football. You go to the stadium nice and early. You can mm-hmm. watch the early That's game, right. have a few drinks in the stadium. Mm-hmm. You pop out at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. It takes you two minutes to get to your yeah. seat. Yeah, back in at half time, back out. That's right. A few yeah. drinks Plenty after. Opportunities. Yeah. That's, I mean, d- yeah. d- potentially yeah. Dundee could have you know could have done something like that. Dens, mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't have had the crematorium kind of. I suppose to stop building a crematorium elsewhere yeah. and bring the money in, but you know, the parking's yeah, that, an that's obviously an issue these days. But you know, yeah. um, but I mean, they could have, I suspect, done something like because I'm, I'm the same. I mean, I used to, I, I covered a few Hibs AGMs in my time, and, and you know, and that used to be up the back of the. At the stand, I remember going in one year when uh, Sir Tom Farmer was kind of addressing the troops. Rod, Rod Peter was under huge pressure. Tom came up, sat down, had the meeting at his hand about two minutes flat. But you're looking at you're, you're looking at a room that seated about four or five hundred people. Yeah, you know you, you can't have that tardiness. You can't have that dens. You know, mm. but if you move to a new stadium like this where you can start from absolutely scratch, plus all the other income generating things like restaurants and you know and and, and they're also talking about a curling rink, haven't they? You know, I mean they're talking about. A curling rink going up as well, I think, you know. I mean, so there's, you know, there are all sorts of income-bearing streams. Some of, some of which obviously will go to Tim, you know, yeah. Tim, uh, Tim Keyes and John Elms are also there to make a profit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it will also help the club. Yep. Well, that's the theory. Yeah. Well, if you get more people well. in the stands, then, then yeah. that's going to help the club. Right, well, I we'll suppose we'll find out soon enough, won't we? Because <laughs> we, are, we are nearly at the end of the year at this point. So... Few months to go. Yeah, Christmas stuff know. is already in the shop. I know it's crazy. So, yeah. Absolutely Fantastic. terrifying. Love but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll leave it there, chaps. That'll do. Okay, don't. Right, thanks very much for listening, folks. And uh, we will be back next week. At Eric Nicholson and being missy again. And you'll be delighted to hear that. <laughs> <laughs>If you like the podcast, we'd be grateful if you tell your pals about it, or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. All that really helps people to find Talking Football, and that means a lot to us. Don't forget too to pick up your copy of The Courier Monday to Saturday, or go to thecourier.co.uk slash subscribe to find out how to get our award-winning sport, business and local journalism across Tayside and Fife in the way that's right for you.
The Courier. Local matters.